0: everybody it's so excited to be with you again this is faith your host of reflective faith podcast and again I'm so excited to be with you we're going to get this evening start off with prayer. I hope everyone as I have had a better day and hope them demons and and pesky devils and anything turmoil in our lives has uh, stepped away from us and we've had a better day to rejoice and praise the Lord. Um, But we're going to go to him in prayer, and then we're going to get started on some scripture that was sent in to me by a listener asking me to um, delve into, and I'm excited to do that this evening because I've actually learned something myself. So that's the whole purpose of this, that we grow in Christ together and learn all new things. So, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity of letting us to gather together again around the radio or phone or computer that we're listening to and I pray that you'll just let the words from your word and your wisdom and truth just ring true to our hearts and our understanding I pray that you help us just draw closer to you and and draw closer to your provision and your strength and with all that said everything we do is in your name to glorify you thank you so much Amen. All right. So, all right. Yes. So, like I said, I had a listener message me asking if we could delve deeper into Philippians 4.13. That is a very popular verse, especially among athletes and, you know, really all individuals. It's a great verse to delve into. And I'll be honest, I learned some stuff about this that I didn't realize myself. So, that's where we re- gather our growth, people. We, we reach out to each other, and, and we give suggestions, and we ask for guidance, and then we all dive into the Lord's Word together. So I'm so excited about this. Um, I'm going to begin, so we are studying the Scripture this evening um, about Philippians 4.13, and tonight I'm going to talk about provision. Um, so I'm going to give you a little backdrop. I am in the education field, and... Really early on, it was during my uh, student teaching, I created this game. It was a needs-want game. And I was doing my um, student teaching in a third-grade classroom. And we were studying social studies and community helpers. And what's the difference between a service and, you know, all of this types of thing. And so... I created a game where I made these little, it was like a match game, and I created these little gang pieces of where they had to look at the, the little picture on there, and the students who were third-grade students at the time, they had to decide, was that a need or was that a want? Um, and, you know, they had fun, you know, putting it in the right categories and, and sorting that all out, and, and, and it was much so much fun for them, and they really enjoyed it. You know, but I think about needs and wants, needs and wants, needs and wants. It's amazing, even as adults, we forget what do we need versus what do we want. And so, when this caller, well not caller, but this listener asked me to do this scripture, I was like, oh, I'm so excited, thank you, I've got one of my first suggestions, this is great. I wanted to delve in, and when I delve in, I like to get context of where this is, where this scripture is coming from. So, um, if you look, and you go all the way back to Philippians 4.10, we're going to start there reading. It says, "...I rejoice in the Lord greatly, that now at length you have revived your concern for me. You were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity." Not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of fancying plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Now, this is a letter, of course, to the uh, Philippians church, and Paul is writing this letter, and this section is actually talking about God's provision financially. So Paul had started his ministry; he was there in Thessalon. I'm sorry, I cannot say that in the Thessalonian area, Thessalonica, I think it's called. Uh, but he was writing to the Philippian church, and. For whatever reason, I don't know their economics during that time period, he had came and he had ministered to them and started the church in Philippi, and he had went away, and that church had only supported his ministry financially one time. Now, if you look there in verse 10, it says, I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at length you have revived your concern for me. You were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. Evidently, the economical times while he was away from the uh, church at Philippi, they did not have the financial means to actually send support more than once. And he is not blaming them for that. He is just saying, I'm so excited. I've gotten another love offering from the church of Philippi. And I appreciate this because I know that you've been wanting to do this. I know that you've been concerned about my ministry, but you just have not been able to do that. And then it goes on, and this is where you understand that Paul is not getting on to the church of Philippi. He, he's saying, I understand, evidently, economic woes of time. He says, not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content." to be self-sufficient, self-sustaining. And that's not because we don't need to ask for help among other people. It's not that Paul needed to ask for help from other people. God is ultimately the very one that needs to supply that financial need. And, you know, for years, studying on this scripture, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, I'm thinking of fighting an uh, an ever-daring disease like cancer or going up against a a horrible terrain or, or, or something really drastic, really big that I needed physical strength to make my way through it. But what he's saying here is that because... During the economic woes, and I only received financial support once, God has taught me to be content with whatever my circumstances are. Be self-sufficient with whatever circumstances I have. If I have abundance of food or abundance of plenty, clothing, money, food, whatever, I need to be content with my plenty. If I have very little, and on the verge of poverty and hunger, I need to be strategic and content with how I use my resources at that time as well. Because God gives us our provisions of what we need. And that kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier Even as adults, we have to step back and we have to analyze what we're going through. What do I really need? What do I really want? And, you know, we can take this, you know, as I was going through and studying today so that I could provide this uh, podcast this evening for you, you know, we can take this in any direction that we want. You know, God provides provision whether it's financial provision, whether it's anything, God provides provision of what we need for the very circumstances that we're in. The thing is, is we've got to find contentment. So, give you a little example for me. I've worked since I've been 14 years old. I have bought my own clothing, you know, I was very fortunate my mother paid for my vehicle uh, but if I wanted to get anywhere I had to buy the gas if I wanted to go to the Friday night football games or the Friday night dance I had to pay for that and because I had a job I liked picking out my own clothes so I started buying my own clothes so I've been working since the age of 14 and I'll just tell you I came from a family of the motto is you work you work hard If you want to make it in the world and and you want to be successful, you work your butt off. You work hard. And you are not owed anything. You get what you deserve, by the way, and the efforts that you put in. So not only was my grandmother drilling this into me, my mother was drilling this into me. I heard so many stories of how hard of a worker my father was. My father, bless him, um, he's passed. But, you know, he worked three jobs. Three jobs just to provide for his family, so work ethic in my family was tremendous. So this, I, I, God had been calling me into sharing in the ministry and, and sharing with him. And so I started writing. He laid on my heart to write a book, and and so I started writing the book. I got the book wrote, sent it out to some publishers. It's at the publishers now. Praise the Lord. And hopefully it will be on shelves by late summer, early fall. And then he immediately, as soon as I finished that book, he immediately put on my heart another book to write. And I'm already on chapter three of that book and, and writing that book. And, and I'll be honest with you, I, I'm almost overwhelmed because I'm, I'm kind of a stay-at-home mom right now, but all of my kids are almost grown and I'm almost beside myself you know, the first couple of months, it was like, I don't know what to do. I, I'm, I, I've got to be working. I've got to be making money. I've got to be making an income. I've got to be doing this stuff. And um, I was worried about financials. I was worried about making ends meet. And the thing is, is God wanted me to be content at where I was at. I was at a point that he had moved me. He had isolated me to provide me provision of rest to provide me provision of knowledge, to provide me provision of an opportunity to delve deeper into his word, to get closer to him, to provide provision so that he could show me his plan for me and to starting this ministry and to share my testimony and to share what he provides me. And I needed to learn to be content at being a stay-at-home mom and that, I'll be honest with you, that's kind of hard. If you've worked every day of your life since you've been 14 years old, except for the maternity leaves with all of my children, and the one time I did try to stay be a stay-at-home mom and thought I was going to go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, you, you've got to understand that this need, or what I thought was a need, was... To work. But what God knew that I actually needed was not to work, but to rest. To get closer to Him. To get my health back in line. To fall in love with Him and and see this plan that He had for me to chase Him. So when you go back to this scripture, and it goes on. So we got down to 11. Let's look at twelve. It says, "I know how to see. I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound in any and every circumstances. I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need." Well, the secret is, is God is my provision. We and it says, "I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me." Now, again, in this particular passage and, and looking in my um, study Bible and my Bible and then looking up in the different commentaries, I've got a few commentaries that I kind of research in, he was talking physically about financial need. But the thing is, and this really, and, and you know, uh, the listener that brought this to me, I'm just realizing, and it this really goes right along with how well God knows us. He knows us so well that he knew I needed a rest, but I wanted a job. I needed to draw closer to him, but I wanted to help provide for my family. I needed to see God's plan for my life, but I wanted my plan for my life. So do you see how, even as adults, we can get confused with what we need and what we want? You know, and that can go into many different areas, but the what I'm going along with this is this is God's provision, and instead of this just giving you strength and, you know, you taking this, and if you're an athlete, and you're putting it on your shoes like Steph Curry, or you're writing it and putting it underneath your football eyes there and or putting it on your football helmet or or whatever, that's great if you need physical strength. But not always do we need physical strength. Sometimes that need is rest. Sometimes that need is financial provision. Sometimes that need is something that we don't even realize that we need. But then if you go back and you focus on how wonderfully made we are, and God knew about all of our decisions, whether it's for sin, whether it's for good, all of our days have already been written down about us. God knows when we need rest. And God put me in that area that I needed rest so that I could draw closer to Him, so that I could see His plan and His will, so that I can be here now Sharing with you, where I've been able to study and research all day, this scripture that this listener gave to me, that we need provision by God. Now, this is what I think is really cool. If you flip over, because in one of my um, books here, it says it correlates with Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse eight. And that verse says, And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good works as it is written. As it is written? Don't you remember? Yesterday in the scripture it says that all of our days have been written down for, it's it's all been written down. And so, God is able to make all grace. Grace, now this is financial provision. Let's talk about, let's just say it's just regular provision. Whether we need rest, whether we need wisdom, whether we need insight, whether we need physical strength, mental strength, spiritual strength. Yesterday, the devil was on my back. I needed spiritual strength yesterday. I needed it today too. But what I'm saying is we can see different times in our lives of when we have had needs that need to be met. And in 2 Corinthians 9, 8, and God is able to make all provisions. Let's change grace to provisions. Abound to you. Abound. Overflow. More than enough. So that having all sufficiency... So that you can be self-content. You can be content by staying at home if he needs you to stay at home. You can be content in a job that he has put you in. Or you can be content in a relationship that God's provided you. You can be content in whatever he has given you. And it's in all things in all times that you may abound in every good work. Because remember, what's our goal? What have we been called to do? We have been called to the great commission. Go to Matthew chapter 28. Pull on a bunch of verses in today, but you go to Matthew chapter 28 verse let's see 18 and Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make despite disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always till the end. That's what we've all been commanded to do. That's our goal. That's our good works. is sharing the gospel of Christ. And if we do that, God's going to provide, whether it's a financial provision, a spiritual provision, a mental provision, you know, whatever. He is going to provide every need that we have. And so I want to just thank Michelle. Michelle my listener that asked me to do this. And so I, this goes out to Michelle. And I just want to say, Michelle, thank you so much for asking me to delve into this one particular scripture, because I'll be honest, I had always associated the Scripture with physical strength. And the thing is, is that's not what it's meaning. This actually was meaning financial provision. But the more I delved into it and the more I thought about it, you know, God gives us provision in everything. And that we have to be content in every situation. I'm not going to lie, the first month of being at home and not working being that I had worked since I was 14 years old and such a ingrained work ethic had been ingrained in me it was hard I was not content I got depressed and it was scary but that's where my faith came in and that's where God knew how wonderfully made and what purpose he had for me and he knew that he had given already given me the call To share the gospel to millions of people. Which is what I'm trying to do. That's my ministry. That's what I'm trying to do. Is to share the gospel. So he has given me provisions. He's given me provisions to be able to start a podcast. He's given me provisions to, you know, reach over 139 downloads thus far. Um, I've been able to reach people in California, New York, New Jersey, Georgia, Kentucky, Florida. You know... And what's so cool about it is God's provision, God's strength, is so much more than I could ever attempt on my own. So when you get in that situation and you do not feel content, okay, let's say you don't feel content. Remember, if you are poor, 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 and you haven't eaten in two or three days, or you're, abundantly rich and wealthy. Those provisions were given to you to serve a purpose of sharing the glory of God. Use those provisions wisely. Use that strength wisely. And use that strength and that provision to glorify God in all that you do. So Michelle, I hope this helps you. I hope this goes out to you and I'm so thankful that you reached out to me continue to reach out any of my listeners I would love to delve into some scripture and and help us thoroughly understand it that's what this journey is we want to grow in Christ together and this is all of us chasing God and knowing what his personality and characteristics are like and his characteristic is I want to provide for my children And he provides us strength. He gives us provision of whatever we need. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much this evening for allowing us your word and your understanding and, and this just awesome group of people that I've got following me. I pray that it grows more and more. I pray that these people share it with someone else. I pray that this word touches Michelle and maybe this answers her questions. If not, God, tell her to keep asking. I'll keep searching. I'll keep reading. Uh, And we'll help her find the answers that she's looking for. Dear God, thank you so much for this wonderful day in my family. Thank you for the provision of rest. Thank you for the provision of guidance. Thank you for the provision of your will and your calling. And thank you for allowing me this opportunity to be your vessel delivering your message. In Christ's holy name, amen. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I encourage you to please share it with a friend. Encourage each other to chase God and find out who He really is and just know exactly where you stand with Him in your relationship with Him. If you don't know where you stand in your relationship, you have every right to reach out to me. I'm on Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat. I'm on Twitter and LinkedIn. Reach out to me. And I will be glad to help you find your way and knowing for sure that you're a child of God. Again, if you've enjoyed this podcast, share it with a friend. And until tomorrow evening, thank you so much for listening to Reflective Faith Podcast.